Hi there, and welcome to the Rhythm, Repetition, and Reverence podcast. My name is Lauren, and I am a mama to three children and a Waldorf early childhood teacher at a school called Winsong School in Spokane, Washington. I'm so happy that you have joined me. This is the first episode, and as the name suggests, the first thing that I want to talk about is rhythm. What is rhythm? In a Waldorf sense, rhythm is a schedule. But not a schedule as you might think, but rather a way of structuring a day so that there is breathing within it. Time to be quiet, time to be active, with enough transition time in between to make it flow smoothly. For the young child, and when I'm talking about young children, I'm talking about children under the age of seven, having a rhythm to the day, a rhythm to the week, and a rhythm to the year nourishes the very life sense that children are building when they first arrive here on earth, so to speak. Um, From a traditional standpoint, you can think about rhythm being a way that allows children to have confidence on what is coming in their day and predictability. We all know as adults, knowing what's coming and having some predictability to our day allows us to navigate it with more grace than we would otherwise. And so the idea of creating rhythm within your home and within your life for your children is essential to allowing harmony to happen. So how do you start having rhythm to your day? I think we all um, are in different places, so to speak. Some people are really structured, have a start and end time. Some people have no sort of rhythm for how the day Um, goes and just kind of go with the flow and we want to have some balance we don't want to be rigid where we're setting an alarm clock for our three-year-old to get up at 7 30 in the morning and uh, we want to be sure that they have breakfast by 7 45 that's not um that's not helpful and it doesn't create harmony it just usually creates stress so we're just thinking about trying to create um opportunities in our day for us to both get the work that we need to get done at home done as well as provide opportunity for our children to participate in that home life with us as well as have their own life outside of that which is usually involved in play. For people who are not structured people this can seem a daunting task. How do you go from not having any plan to having a plan and I want to help you be able to start that process. And the way I want you to start that process is to write down what your day looks like now. And there's no no judgment, no one's looking at this except for you. And you'll you'll change it over time. Also, the change in bringing rhythm into the day or the week or the year um doesn't happen overnight and has to happen somewhat organically as well, which is different than when I create a rhythm for my classroom in which I have an idea how I'm going to move this group of children throughout the day. It's um, a little bit different when you're at home with your own children. So I just want you to write out what your day looks like right now. And 
I want you to take some time to do that. Maybe pause this and then come back to the next step. When you have that down, I want you to look for, are there anything, any, any times in my day that are anchor points? And what I mean by anchor points is, are there things that happen in my day that happen almost every day of the week? So for example, in my household, one of the anchor points is our bedtime routine. We have since the beginning of time, I have a 12-year-old now, our bedtime routine has always looked the same. We have a bath, we read a book, we go to bed. And so now I have three children and I've been doing this for well over a decade and that happens every single night, almost without fail. So I want you to look for something in your day that is that for you. For some people, it might be breakfast. For some people, it might be a morning walk. For others, it might be always having a family dinner. So start at that anchor point because that is that shows you that you're already having rhythm in one place in your day and you know how to do it and you're going to use the the skills that you have that made that an anchor point to allow you to build rhythm into the rest of your day. So hold on to that anchor point that you already have for hope that this is possible. And then I want to talk about what does it look like to create a rhythm for your day? This is going to be different for everybody. Some of you may have only one child in the house. Some of you may have multiple children in the house. And so you're going to have to find a way to meet the needs of your whole family that becomes more complex um, the more children you add, in, in my opinion. But this idea of rhythm and creating a breathing means that there are some things that we do that are led by the, by the adult and then there are some things that we do that are led by the child. So for instance, a, a young child getting up and having breakfast, that's an activity that's led by the adult because we're, we're cooking and maybe we're having the child help alongside us and then we're sitting down to eat or maybe just the child is sitting down to eat. And then after that, they should have an opportunity to transition to something that is not such a held activity. And maybe you do both breakfast and dressing and teeth brushing and your whole morning routine is kind of that uh, adult-led or held. When I think about holding, we're the ones who are, are holding the routine and you know, as the child ages, they need less help from us, but we're still the ones that are making sure that it gets done and it happens. So maybe you have your whole morning routine and then your child gets to have what I would call an outbreath, in which they have more freedom to choose what is happening next. And so you kind of want to build your day up like that. And the nice thing about pairing up this adult-led activity within a child-led activity is that in an ideal world, when that child goes out to then play on their own, and that's what we're hoping to um, instill in them as we're working with this rhythm and other um, things that I'll talk about in upcoming episodes is really building up the child or the children's ability to have self-directed play. And that's a whole episode in and of itself to talk about the importance of self-directed play. But at its very um, basic level, the play is the child's work. But also when the children can engage in self-directed play, it frees up time for the adult to do things that they need to do. 
And so you kind of want to go back and forth between between those things. And um, that also fills up the, the cup of the child who might need more um, contact and attention from the adult. So we did this morning routine, the child goes out and play, maybe now they need to come back and have um, some book time in there. So just some things when you're building your rhythm, think about that, balancing when the child needs to do what you need them to do versus allowing the child to do what it is that they want to do. You want to have some outdoor time in there. You want to have some indoor time in there. And then you can think about where are the times in my day where I'm doing things that are adult things that my child could help participate in. Um, Cleaning of the house, cooking of the house, walking of the dog, you know, even little children, toddlers like to participate in the life of the home. So you can think about how to build that in as well. So that's what you're thinking of for a daily schedule. Um, And it helps just the child to know what's coming next. And when a child already knows what's coming next and what's going to happen even after that, they can more easily transition to that next activity. Um, This is especially true for for children who... um, who transitions may be more difficult for them. The transitions from one activity to another only become more easy when they know what that next activity is going to be, and it's very predictable. Predictability gives a sense of security and allows the children to have uh, more freedom just in their experience in the world. In thinking about a weekly rhythm, are there things that you can build into every week? Can there be a day of the week in which you always go and pick up books from the library? Can there be a day of the week in which you always go to the grocery store? Can there be a day of the week that you always go and visit a park that's farther away from your town, farther away from your house, or that you meet up with friends. You know, maybe not right now during pandemic. Some of those things are a little bit more limited. You can't go into a library here, but you can get your books online and pick them up curbside. So having a weekly schedule like that also helps the child measure how the week is going. I know that uh, grocery day happens after library day. That happens after park day. Um, you could have that within activities in your house too. Maybe Tuesdays when you bake bread. Maybe Thursdays when you clean toilets. Uh, maybe Fridays when you wash sheets. Um, it helps not only you as the parent to plan out your week, but those things that happen on the regular throughout the week helps the child measure time of how the week is going. Um, and then in terms of seasonal rhythm I always like to encourage people to look at what is what is nature doing right now is this always the time that we make applesauce is this always the time that we dry pumpkin seeds when the air is turning crisp and cool and maybe we're getting a first dusting of snow here where I live in Washington but are there things that you and traditions in your family that you can begin to Start to help your child see and connect the changing seasons with the passing of the year. So these are all different layers of rhythm that help build predictability for the child um, and allows them to 
have a sense of security in how their life is going. In Waldorf education, we talk about rhythm nourishing the life sense. Um, And the life sense is what we rely on to feel good and to feel comfortable in the world. And most adults aren't even aware of their life sense until we get sick or we hurt our back. And that, that life sense is depleted and you can think about when you're not feeling well or maybe you have an injury, how it impacts your interaction with the world. And in Waldorf Education, we talk about those first seven years, the more opportunity that we give the child, the child's life sense to be nourished, the, the better off they will be um, as they move on to their adulthood. So as a recap, rhythm is wonderful. It has both benefit to the parent and to the child in terms of just creating a harmony within your home and in your life that allows both you and the child to know what is happening, giving that breathing of coming in and going out with this idea that we're trying to create balance in the day. If you go back to your schedule and you find that anchor point, that one thing that you always do, you know that you can create more anchor points like that throughout the day. And so just trying to build upon that one anchor point that you have. And if you don't have an anchor point, that's where you start. Can we get up every morning and read a story first thing? That, you know, that could be an anchor point. But building from that anchor point, creating other solid rhythms to your day and then to your week. And again, this isn't rigid. It's not talking about having breakfast at 7.30, walking the dog at 8 o'clock. It's, it's allowing things to flow, knowing that young children on some days need more time and some days need less time. Perhaps a child, when they go to their child-directed activity and they go to play, maybe it's a day that they can't play very long. Maybe it's a day that they play for a really long time. And when you have just a rhythm of your day, it flows instead of being having hard edges and start and stop times. And you can allow that um, freedom for things to carry on or to shorten as they, as they organically arise in your day. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this first episode. For those of you who are in the Rhythm Repetition and Reverence program, this will be the first thing that we talk about at our weekly meeting and we'll expand upon it and problem solve for those of you who might need more ideas um, for creating rhythm during your day. Thank you for listening.